We're also honored today to welcome our governor, Henry McMaster. I whispered in his ear, he's my governor, he's a great governor, as our keynote speaker. Governor McMaster won re-election in November after ascending to the office of governor two years ago from his position as lieutenant governor. Governor McMaster is a native of Columbia and has served our state in many different roles, including lieutenant governor, attorney general, and U.S. attorney. Please join me in welcoming Governor McMaster. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bill, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I add my welcome, too. Y'all know, Steve, Steve, stand up one more time. Y'all notice the gray hair on the man now? When I first met him, he didn't have a single gray head on it, hair on his head. We had a lot of us had been, been pushing these stones up the hill for a long time, and, and now we're up at the top, y'all. We, we've really we've accomplished a lot. Speaking of church, you may have heard this little cute story about the family that had moved into town, and the daddy had the son. They were going to look at the new church they would go to. And they were all walking around the graveyard, and he says, look at that, uh, that thing there, that big stone there. Got all the names of the, the men that died in the service. All of them died in the service right there. The boy says, was that 8.30 or 11.15? <laughs> Might not want to go to this church. <laughs> but very briefly, uh, everybody's coming to South Carolina. It's, it's like uh, we, we are just, we're in the center of the universe for promise and economic growth right now. And... I get to, in the few spots I've been in over the years, been able to talk to some people from around the world and hear what they have to say. And what they say is it, fascinating to hear that sometimes we look at ourselves and we see one thing and they look at us and they see something different, something stronger, something, something better, something, something with even more promise than sometimes we realize ourselves. And this is what they say. They, they like the, the, the great port the great research universities, we got three great ones that actually collaborate with each other and collaborate with businesses. That's something that we're encouraging now, and it's working. These big businesses coming in, they're entering into research and development uh, uh, agreements with the research universities. Great four-year colleges, we got in uh, the best technical college system in the United States, Wilbur Ross, Secretary of Commerce, is emphatic about that. And what, we're, what I'm trying to do with the legislature is, in, is get some money to go into some programs to provide for a transition, a collaboration between the high schools, the technical colleges, and these, these businesses. And it'll work. It's, uh, the Germans uh, have a model, and BMW has a model, and we're trying to emulate uh, that, that model, but there's a lot of that going on now, but the collaboration between these entities is enormous. And you probably don't know this, I didn't know, right down on the corner of Assembly and Blossom Street is the International Data Analytics Headquarters of IBM. Most people don't know it, there's a sign up there that says IBM, it's on the university building. But also something else that's going on in there is Samsung is now collaborating with the university. And also Siemens, a couple of years ago, sent $620 million worth of data analytical software, top of the line in the, in the world, and they are collaborating there. And also the, uh, a robot company, Yaskawa, I think, from Japan, they're all there collaborating 
on the future of analyt data analytics and that sort of stuff, predictive maintenance and all those sorts. That is the only such place in the world where you have that kind of collaboration going on. They say that's taking business, academics, and putting it together in its right hand. But that kind of thing, we are ripe for that. So what I want to encourage you to do is, is be aware that there are people looking for places to go. And that I get a chance to go around this state, and by the way, I know a lot of people go to vacations in Aruba and Antigua and someplace in Spain. I got no interest in that. I, I ain't been to Edisto lately. I ain't been to Pauli's lately. You got Myrtle Beach, you got Jacassi, you got all those places. Once I get to all of those, then I'll start going to some of those other places. I don't think there's a more beautiful place in the whole world than this one that we call our home. And as I go around and look at the little towns and cities that are growing up, cleaning up the streets, putting, taking, redoing the old buildings, repurposing them. It's just a fantastic thing to see when you get a chance to see it all. But one place that we're weak, I think you'll agree, is in parts of our education system. And we're going to do something about that. I've told a story, and I'll tell it to you again. I was in, it was in Lee County, and I was speaking to the superintendent, and we were talking about the, I mentioned this in the State of the State address. She was there. And I asked her about the industry. She says, people are leaving Lee County. They just, it's a beautiful place if you've been there. It's beautiful, but there's no industry. There's nothing, no jobs for the people. And so I said, what would, what would happen if a company came in and wanted to hire, build a plant and hire 300, 500 people? She took off her glasses, put down a number two yellow sharpened pencil and said, that would change everything. It would change everything. So that's what, that's what we have to do. That is the weak spot that we have in our state. And it, we, do, we have a great reputation for economic growth and progress and far-sighted thinking and great people. All of these companies, all of them, tell me, when they come here, all these things that I've mentioned are wonderful. The universities, the collaboration, the technical college, all that, and the, the taxes, they like low taxes. Ours are lower than many other places, although we're in a fierce competition with that. But they say it's the people of South Carolina is why they come here. They say that we are a handshake state. When someone in South Carolina gives you their word and shakes your hand, you can count on. They say that's different from any other place they go. And they also say when they go to the convenience store, between buying the Coca-Cola and, and getting out of the, going in and getting out, the, the cashier will call them honey, sweetie, darling, and dear, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and you notice that's, they don't do that everywhere uh, either. There's some of my friends from other parts of the country say the only time a stranger will even speak to you is when they're pulling a gun on you to take your wallet from you. But we don't have that problem. But ladies and gentlemen, we got to do something with education. I'm determined to do it. We have a, we have a great team in the State House. We have a great reputation for economic growth and progress and great people. But if any part of our state is weak in education from K through K 12, then we got a problem. And we don't want to develop a reputation for having a weakness. Being weak in parts of our education system is not good. But having a reputation for not doing anything about it and fixing it is a disaster. So what I want to urge you to do is use all of your strength to convince the, the General Assembly, the members of the General Assembly, and everybody that they listen to that we got to fix that this year. If we don't fix it this year, if we don't raise that teacher pay, if we don't take some measures to see that these schools are going to be stronger, 
then we will develop a reputation for being weak in education and in the fierce competition that we have going on around this country and particularly in the south where the sun shines it was minus 63 degrees but below zero in Minneapolis the other day who wants to go up there 63 <laughs> if we develop, if we we can fix this but we have to do it now if we don't do it now, then these other states, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, Alabama, Mississippi, parts of Florida, they go scoot right ahead of us. And we don't want to be behind. So one thing in specifically I would ask you to support is the Rural School District Economic Development Closing Fund. Rural School District Economic Development Closing Fund. That's state money. I've asked for $100 million that'll go when a company says, if you can attract them to your area, and they say, well, I like what you're doing, but I'm worried we, we don't have water and sewer, and I'm worried about the school. We got people who are gonna have to go to school. That's where this fund comes in. And you can get this money to go to that school district, not to the county, not to the city, but that school district as a spark to, to build that sewer, to build the water, and to fix or build some buildings. I think it's a state responsibility. That we've tried most everything else. It's time we try this. And so I'm, I'm happy to be here with you. Uh, I was born and raised in Columbia. I love this place. I don't want to go anywhere else. I'm, it, this is, you're probably looking at maybe the happiest man on the face of the earth right now to be representing South Carolina as the governor of South Carolina. I have to, everywhere, Steve and I go anywhere, I got to stand a little bit taller because I say I'm representing South Carolina. So I thank you for being here and I promise you, the future, our future, if we collaborate, if we communicate, if we cooperate, and we think big, remember there's no power in a small idea. Either think big or go home. Think big, think, be bold, and we can do these things. And we got to do them with your help at the legislature this year. Thank you.